Unveiled with Neva Nessa, a Go Loud original podcast. Welcome back to the latest episode of Unveiled. Hello, Neve. Hello. How are you, my tans? Gotta. <laughs> I'm feeling very refreshed. Although, I was so happy to come back into Dublin after, like, it was hectic two weeks. It was, like, EP, Ibiza, Croatia, and now I feel like I'm home. Although next week I'm off to Portugal. God love you. It's just how it all fell. I feel so sorry for you. <laughs> no, it's all good, but you know when it's just all, like, a bit yeah. manic? Yeah, yeah. Living out of a suitcase kind of vibes, but very grateful, very blessed. Yeah, blessed, busy. All that good stuff. And what about you? How are you? Oh, uh, like, I've seen some things today. Like, like the Viking been, Splash Tour? Mm, that's just an everyday occurrence for me that I could <laughs> do without. But, like, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Mm. The confidence some people have on public transport is unmatched. <laughs> okay? Neve, what I saw this morning will pull hairs on your chest, Okay. <laughs> So not on a not well, in a good okay, way. Yeah, not in a good way. But like what I saw, and then the the replies I got off the back of it was wow. Okay, so was sitting across with somebody on the dart this morning. She whips out a glass. I'm gonna call it a bowl. It was like a, a glass Tupperware bowl situation. Okay, the granola's there. Mm. The yogurt's there. It's mixed. She has a spoon. She's ready to rock. She tucks in. Has a breakfast on the dart. Okay. Madness, right? <laughs> but the most manic part of it all to me was she tucked into her breakfast the stop before she got off. Okay, so like we were on riding the dart together for about six stops together. On the seventh stop, she decides to have breakfast. She gets off on the eighth stop. I'm like, this is deranged. Oh, was she frazzled getting herself no, off together? No, she was pure chill. Pure, I was frazzled on her behalf. I admire people like that. But it's like I'm over there stressing if... My music is too loud in my like noise cancelling headphones because I don't want to be a buzzkill on the dart and then there's someone having breakfast beside me. I know, thank God it was nothing kind of like smelly or anything. You know, though sometimes people can crack open things. Oh my, well, I cracked open my DMs to see, you know, to just make it like a shared experience. I'm going to take you with me on some of the stuff that I got in. Oh, go on. Somebody sent in. When I lived in Canada, a woman ate a bag of spaghetti on the bus. A bag of spaghetti? Sorry, spaghetti from a bag on the bus every morning. A sandwich bag. So I started to walk to work. So fair. <laughs> and spaghetti would kind of smell as well. Like but very starchy. Like, yeah. Jesus. And the sambo bag, like, do you need it? Well, actually, there was like kind of a pasta theme as well. Mm. Somebody else was like, a woman sat opposite to me and ate a family-sized lasagna, cold, uncooked and out of a foil tray. Oh! And I know the person who sent this, so like, I know it's true. Oh, my goodness. I know, on my days when I worked in Brown Thomas, I'd get the bus in like every day. And there was just this man one day who decided to crack open like a dairy gold butter tub, butter these like, you know, those soft, you know, those rolls that are real dusty. Yeah. So like the yeah. dust was like going everywhere. <laughs> and then he was making like a cheese roll with butter for him and his mates. I was like, what are you doing? Oh. Like out of a packet. And then what killed me the most was he kept going, you know, with his hands trying to get the dust, dust off. I was like, you must be joking me. That's. That was back Beyond. in the day. That was the 27 bus. Oh, that's the mad bus. That's the mad bus. Mad bus. Like, <laughs> Explains I it all. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like so much time going that bus and just pause my headphones and just listen. 
yeah. because of what was going on around me. It was so, so, so mad. Yeah, and I got a few other ones as well. I got two separate messages about nails. So somebody saw someone on the tube cutting their toenails. What? Yeah, and then someone else separately messaged me that they'll never forget the time they were on the bus and someone was cutting their nails. Yeah. How do you feel about people putting makeup on, doing their full face? I always was like, oh, that's so gross, even when I was younger. Mm. But now I'm like, it's it's mega gross, like the amount of germs. But I won't even touch like a lift door yeah. with my fingers or anything. So There's been a couple of times where I've just been running somewhere and I've had to, now I wouldn't be doing a full face, but I'll definitely be like doing the mascara or something. The one thing that I like didn't get done. And I know like some, like one of my friends, just she would be similar to you. She's like, no. You sit there and be quiet and don't do anything. And I was like, but what if it's just like, no, no. It's you know? not from a disruption point of view. I'm just thinking of like, you know, the people that like put their foundation on with yeah. their hands and all on oh, the no, dark. Not. Yeah, yeah, no, I wouldn't be doing that. I don't even put foundation on with my hands. So there's a brush, I use a brush or a sponge. But yeah, I always wondered how you felt just on the back of this of how you felt with, with people putting makeup on. Yeah, no, it's really like there's a certain type of person that'll carry on like that on public transport. And it seems to be across the board. Yeah. Like my DMs were pinging today. Or um, I remember this was actually only recently. I don't know if anyone remembers the darts had stopped out on the way to Bray and Greystones and there was like people. I actually was like. Was that people, the Bray Air show? Was it the Bray Air show? Oh, it was the Bray Air show. Yeah. And that was ages darts, ago, but yeah. It's it was ages ago. And I was I was actually recording. I was like or teeny. It was people oh, from like that, yeah. all um, media outlets were asking me could they use my video. But I remember that particular day on the way out to Bray. Wouldn't mind on the way back, maybe, because that's where you get your fish and chips. But someone had cracked open. It's like a smoked cod fish and chips. And this, you know, the only thing is the smell of salt and vinegar was actually kind of delicious because well, I was not starving. Like in the summer and it was real hot and all. Yeah, it was so, it was it was bad. And there was no room for them to be eating this, but they still did. I was like, oh, go on, give us a chip. Yeah, or if they're not going to give me a chip, piss off. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Cut me in or get off. <laughs> yeah, somebody else messaged me today as well and was saying that it seems to be a women thing. Like, can we rat the gross men out as well, please? There definitely has to <laughs> well, be. Well, this was a man that... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, humanity restored. But she was like, <laughs> once that across from an older woman who had a packet of rolled up ham in one of her bags, opens it up and starts eating it one by one. She's like, as a vegetarian, this was not the one. <laughs> so actually, you know, the granola and the yogurt smelled nice. I just was like... <laughs> if Whoa. you're starving, right, and you've a sandwich in your bag... I would definitely have a bite of a sandwich if I was starving. What I, you when you're not going to have a tuna sandwich on the? I love a tuna sandwich. In though. the privacy of your own home, not on the dart. Maybe not, but I I don't know. I've never had a tuna sandwich on a dart, but I know if I was starving and it was sitting there, I would opt to take a bite. I don't want to faint on the dart. You'd never be on a dart anyway. So no fear <laughs> of that tuna getting cracked into. <laughs> I have one or two here which are kind of funny. So got the bus to Dublin one day from Donegal and a guy who was conveniently playing with marbles on the floor asked me if I wanted to eat from his block of cheese. What? I honestly think the fact he's playing marbles was actually weirder. (laughs) Major weird. Major weird that anyone would play marbles anywhere, but especially on a Dublin to Donegal bus. Jesus. We're just going to have to get into it. There's no messing around, we're just cut to the chase I just want to ask two things are you alright I mean look it has been a lot <laughs> by even Rita Ora's standards you know Nessa. like you can't she's talking to me and only me like that campaign's for my attention only Nessa 
my DMs have been hopping off. It's like I got engaged again. Can you send this to Nessa? Is Nessa okay? Will you pass my regards on to Nessa? It's hilarious. It's so... It's a lot. <laughs> okay? It's a lot. Like, I don't know, in a weird way, I'm like, this is what she's always at. But I do feel she's levelled up since we started to talk about it. I have to say, the collection with pennies is actually really nice. I loved all the stuff, but of me. Yeah, I feel like I owe you money now, though, because you lost <laughs> out on a job, probably because of this podcast. <laughs> oh my God, I probably did. And I'm the one that, like, actually thinks, even though I didn't get her songs right at the start, it was Pixie Locks, for anyone who tuned into that episode. Neve didn't but get invited on it. Go on. I didn't get invited on. Well, I wasn't here anyway for us, so I probably wouldn't have, I wouldn't yeah, have been able to go. Yeah, maybe that's why. Yeah, maybe that's why. But yeah, that was so funny when Nessa, so Nessa texts me being like, did you get invited on that press trip? I was like... I actually didn't, and it's probably all your fault. <laughs> We're going to have to do a GoFundMe for Neve's lost earnings on that trip. <laughs> but actually, somebody I know messaged me who works in Penny's in mm-hmm. head office, and she was like, hey, I just need you to know that they're playing Rita Ora songs all day in work, and I'm pretty sure she only has 10 songs, so she's like, it's just going to be loops. <laughs> the same 10 songs. But it's so mad. I feel really happy that like I have more people looped in on like the madness of it all. Yeah. Yeah, I think when you made it clear that, you know, she's everywhere, like you were so right with Emma and she was invited to the likes of the Met Gala. It was just like, what? No, forget about that. That's the shit she's always at. <laughs> it's the Love Island. Like, I swear to God, I turn my TV on, she's there. <laughs> no, it's, it's like when you buy a new car or you get, someone gets a car and it's all the car they see driving down the road. It's like you've manifested Rita or to be in your I'm life I'm personally victimised by this one this <laughs> one is like a bridge too far and like when like pennies were doing sorry for anybody who doesn't know we're just assuming you probably all do know let's be honest everybody knows but yeah. Rita Ora did a collection with Primark mm-hmm. so yeah it's just been a lot yeah and my DMs I've been getting a lot of content <laughs> and like sometimes I'm like oh, this is so gas yeah. Like everyone's on the same buzz. And then mm. other days I'm like, it's aura overload. It is. On it a is. level I never even thought would be possible. But I just think it's so funny that like a lot of our followers just obviously just think it's so gas and they're they're there for you, Nessa. No, like we're all in it together. Like a shared <laughs> therapy group. She really is. Like I know I said this already, but it's so true. She's the new Nile Rogers because you remember Nile Rogers <laughs> wouldn't get out of Ireland. He was yeah. never off the stage. Oh, we got him in and Sheik, wasn't it? Or well, yeah, Sheik? he's yeah, yeah, he's like part of Sheik. But I feel like they had to drag him out of Saint Anne's <laughs> after like twelve days. It's like Nile enough, <laughs> and I feel like now Rita Ora is she's the she's taking the taking the throne there. Yeah, she has now. Like fair play. Like, yeah, fair, fair play. play. Yeah, I just find it hilarious. She was also, was it at like London? Now, obviously she would have been at on London Fashion Week. Because, oh, oh, no, she oh, wasn't. Naturally. naturally she would have been. No, it wasn't London Fashion Week. I think it was New York Fashion Week. And she was sitting with the likes of like Blake, Blake Lively. And I was like, just mad. Like You get what I mean though. No, now, it's just it's like. A whole lot of nothing. But like. She's I, everywhere and nowhere at the same time, if that makes sense. But I'd love to know, like, fearless, I actually have no beef for it, Rita. I think she's grand. She's only come into my stratosphere since Nessa's really yeah. kind of made a point about it. But when you make those points, like I really love her fashion, like some of her songs, but it obviously has got to do with her husband director. The director no. produced her famous husband. No. How? But the, how is she everywhere then? Like this is so triggering for me because I really had hoped to only ever speak about her once and she just won't piss <laughs> off. This is the whole thing. 
<laughs> she's been at this for years. Everyone's like, what? What? It's like that girl who's at a, every party and everyone's like, do you know her? And everyone's like, no, do you know her? And you're like, no. You know what? When we were over, um, we were, I don't know where we were, where I was talking to someone and they were like, hang on a second. No, I love Rita or she did the voice. I was like, I didn't know she, I didn't know she oh, did well, the like, voice. I told you that on the pod. Did I you? listed it all off. Oh, yeah. you know, oh, so no, you're obviously not listening to me and you're getting caught out. <laughs> I didn't know she did the voice. So that may, that does bring up her level a little bit to be a judge on the voice because the voice is huge. But how the fuck, excuse me, how did she get on the voice? Yeah. How, I don't know, we're going to have to, she's a really good agent. We'll just get her on the pod, will we? Rita, if you're listening, come on the pod. So, like, speaking of unmatched confidence, okay, mm. I want to talk about celebrities and just their exhausting escapades to try stand out. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, take my pick, but I'm coming for Jacob. Jacob Elodie, is that his name? You know your man? Oh, from Euphoria. Euphoria. Delicious. Nate. Oh, no, he doesn't really do it for me at all. Watch it. Especially now after I've seen him walking around barefoot. Oh, he's walking around barefoot. This is what I'm talking about. So it's this latest craze or phase that celebs are doing. So they're mm. walking around LA or wherever. What? In So it's not even like he ran out and was like running to get a coffee and was... He's running know. around LA barefoot. Neve, the man has hat and sunglasses on and has no shoes or socks. Like this was a planned served look. Like near a beach, like on a promenade or like... It just... looked like LA. It looked like, I don't know, LA. I have no idea. It wasn't Talbot Street anyway, that's for sure. And that's <laughs> the question I want to ask. Would you keep that energy if you were to walk up Talbot Street or Cable Street? No. It's exactly Sorry, I'm shocked that he was going around LA just like the bacteria or... It's, I don't know. Like, just it's just feel, so filthy. Yeah, but it, it's just like... I just find all that shit so exhausting. You're like... Like oh, the woo-woo kind of thing. Yeah, you're just like, you know, I don't need... You're like, shut the fuck up. Put your shoes on. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to throw something at you now. Like, I love being barefoot. Like, one part of COVID that I loved was that I'd live in my bare feet or my Birkenstocks. Like, I'd just roll everywhere barefoot if I could. You were carrying on like that all together now. And I was like, what the fuck is going on In the slurry pit that was all together now this year. I had wellies up to my thighs, nearly double socks, and you were cruising around in your Birks and no socks. No, but... It was perverse. No, no, hang on. We need to give a bit of context here. I was on my way down to the showers. I don't care. Put socks on. Why would I put socks on when they're going to get gross put and, socks and Put socks and boots on. I wouldn't. No way. And what did you do on the way back from the shower? Well, I didn't realise when I go to the shower at a festival, I either walk barefoot because I love feeling the grass around my feet, especially if it's dry, or I'll throw on my bricks because they're easier and I'm not like a lunatic trying to hold my towel up, trying to put a pair of socks and boots on just out of a shower. Just slip the bricks on and I'm off. Convenience. No. Extra stress putting on. What you have to do to quickly dry? Yeah. Like I don't really dry my feet after I get out of the shower. I can't Especially believe. Especially at a festival. Slip on the bricks, off I go. They dry on the way down. I just can't believe you'd walk by the toilets in your bare feet. Like the I toilets are on the way to the showers on the way to all together. Well, that's one way you can go. You can go other ways as well. Oh, you don't right. have to go a by the toilets. A more premium way, is it? There's more. Well, you can go different ways to everywhere. You don't have to walk directly by the toilets. Look, I'm not with it. Okay, you can die on that hill on your own. You need to invest in a <laughs> pair of Crocs at least. 
babe, Crocs aren't you just similar? They're just like more covered. Your toes are put, put away. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh, so you have a problem with the toes then, is it? I have, yeah. And I feel like a lot of people do as well. Aren't you getting rinsed for putting your muddy feet up on Instagram? Oh, yeah. People were just, well, people were just like, some people obviously didn't really like feet and they think others were just like, oh my God, is it that muddy? Like people couldn't get over how muddy it was. Yeah. But like I thought I was not going to be as muddy as I was going down to the shower and unfortunately I was. But that's fine. Sounds like you loved it. I actually kind of did like it. And you know what's so funny? Jamie's brother is the same. Actually, Jamie's brothers are all like, but they all like being nude. Like they're just one of those like free nudie people. Now I never see them all nude at once, but I just know from. So I've heard. <laughs> so I just know that's the way they kind of are. But Jamie's brother, if he's in a pair of shoes, I'm like, you're obviously going to work or you've a meeting to go to because otherwise he's in a pair of bricks or he's in his bare feet. Like he loves being his, in his bare feet. But you know, there actually is like health benefits now to being in your bare feet. Now, obviously the woo-woo because you're feeling grounded to the earth. Yeah. But um, also it's meant to like improve like joint health and like improve your sleep because like you're kind of connected to the floor. But obviously as well, like if you have like shoes on and your feet are being like really kind of close and suffocated and anything got to do with like reflex Sexology and acupuncture yeah it's like all in the feet yeah like there's so many right, pressure yeah. points yeah that like when your feet are all tucked up in a shoe all day and sweaty and clammy and they're not like breathing the way they are meant to be but some like I mean I don't know how true this is but some say that there's a reduction in white blood cells and then they increase the red blood cells which hints to better immunity so it helps increase antioxidants reduce inflammation and improve sleep oh look look it's not hey. for everyone, babe, but that's fine. I, no, do you know what, right? I understand the whole grounding thing, okay? Yeah. I can get down with that the odd time. You know, do you like, not like when you're walking in barefoot, like feeling like the sand on your feet or the yeah, grass like, on your feet. I like the sand, yeah. Mm. And like, I, I actually think I understand the grounding element because yeah. like if you go back to like when people first came on the earth, you're meant to feel the earth, blah, blah, blah. All yeah. That's, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. yeah. But... I just feel they rattle off those facts about everything. And we were saying the same shy about the saunas. Do you know what I mean? Like all those hit lists. Yeah, I know. You're dead right. They do. I, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not going to go to war with people over it. No, but I, I know. kind of feel like. No, it is funny. It's kind of a similar rap sheet every time. Uh, Reduces information. Your metabolism <laughs> will increase. Like, well, there's no, nothing about metabolism. All oh, right, well, they've left either. that. They must have left that one off. <laughs> but you know what I mean? No, like, I do. I totally do. But actually, David loves to go barefoot as well. And he's like to me, Oh, he's like, there's nothing better than like driving barefoot. Do you not know think? I was like, oh, I couldn't giving, drive barefoot now. I feel I'd like it's giving Flintstone. I'm like, for what? Yeah. Why would you drive barefoot? <laughs> I don't get it at all. Yeah, it's interesting. Now, the only thing is like the likes of your man Jacob. I'm just gonna say Ma- Nate from Euphoria. Yeah, his name's Jacob. Whatever his real name is, but for him to be rocking around barefoot in LA is really alarming. Like, I just it's a tragedy. Like, I'm all about. Like, for instance, me at the festival. Like, that's absolutely grand. Like, do you know? That makes sense. Like, I know I'm slagging you, but it's not like... You're going around on grass and, you know... You're nipping to a shower from a tent. Yeah, and it's a safe enough place. Like, you know, like, there's no, well, hopefully no mad bacteria lying around. But just in LA, like, I've been to LA numerous times. It's filthy. Like, it's not clean. Like, it's disgusting. And I suppose with festivals as well, there's no glass. 
So you know you're safe there. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you don't. They don't allow glass into festivals now. I don't know how I did, but I snuck a bottle of bubbles in to all together now, and I was delighted. Don't and be then incriminating I, yourself. I know, but I didn't realize. I actually forgot when I got down there. But by mistake, I brought down like a bottle of bubbles, and you know, you got some of them, baby. Go we on. had mimosas one morning, and it was delicious. Now, in fairness, I did actually bring up the glass bottle up to the place where we were in boutique camping, and there's like these little huts. And your mum was like, how'd you get glass in? I was like, oh, sorry. It wasn't me. It was your oversight, actually. <laughs> it was actually your no. oversight. But uh, I know you're dead right. Like, there's no broken glass at festivals. It's actually a very safe place. Do you sleep with your socks on? Um, No, not anymore. I used to love when I was younger, but, like, I've gone a bit weird and germy as I've got a bit older. And, like, it's gross. Like, your sheets are so clean. I just feel like you're coming in with your dirty socks. Oh, yes, to take your socks off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I. it's only in winter now if my feet get cold, I'll have a pair of socks on. Otherwise, they are off. I'm flexing the toes. and It's real cold. Like, I love getting in and, like, I don't know, warming up naturally. Yeah. But don't they say, like, if you're... I've watched enough Bear grills in my life to know that you <laughs> keep your feet dry always for, like, survival, don't you? Feet dry? I think so, that if oh. your feet... If your feet get wet, wet, it's like the the easiest way you can get hyperthermia or something. Yeah, they always say to keep your core warm. So that's like where all your vital organs are. So keep them warm. Like the and, torso. Yeah, so that's where like your heart, your gut, like yeah, everything. Yeah. All, everything's like within your yeah. core area. You keep that warm and your feet warm. Yeah. And I'd also say ears. I hate when my ears get cold. They yeah. hurt. They yeah. sting. Yeah, it does, yeah. But you know what I, I'm just make you know it's made me think now. I actually have worn a pair of heels in a long time, but there's nothing better whipping off a pair of heels after a night out. Oh my god! Or like you know when they're killing you, like, <laughs> and you like don't take them off during because you'll never get back in. <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the times when my feet would really hurt when I wear heels, and it'd be like twenty past two on Dawson Street, and I take my foot out of the front part, <laughs> and they'd still be strapped around my ankle, and I'd have my feet on the cold ground. Oh and God. then when I'm getting back into the taxi, I'll have to try slip them in so they're not like completely off my feet. Just yeah. my feet are out of them, but the ankle straps are on. But um, or taking off your shoes after a long day or a gym session. Jesus Christ, whipping your shoes off after a gym sesh. Because the way they are run, they do be like. I wouldn't ever understand the run. I would never run far enough to get that yeah, satisfaction. But I'll take your word for it. It was even like when I was doing the New York half marathon, like there were so many people like had just like whipped off their shoes. Like, people lose their, their toenails and all, don't oh, they? Oh, not in a half marathon, definitely a full marathon. wouldn't say a half marathon. Well, it depends. I doubt it on a half marathon. But a full marathon, for sure. We know someone, I think, that lost their toenail. Who? who? I thought it was Tara. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, shout out to one of our friends. She did a full marathon. Only she is a baddie. Nineteen toenails. Clear her name. It's <laughs> not right. No. <laughs> nine. nine toenails to her name. <laughs> Take that out. <laughs> no, leave it in. I say enough mistakes on marathons. Don't even order what you're going to ask me. I was. Don't even what you're about to think. Swallow it. Are you going to ask me what I ever do a marathon? Well, I wouldn't do a full marathon. I was going to see, would you do a half marathon with me? Oh, for what? This is my whole... Crack. We could walk around barefoot after. I'll meet you after. You'd meet me after? Yeah. With a drink? Oh, yeah. Oh, I met you after your last no, one. Really? Didn't no, I? You, you just don't I met like you after Wellfest. Oh, you did? For a drink. For it. Yeah. I'm always there to finish line for you. You're, you're always there to finish line, but you wouldn't do any sort of run. I don't... I don't... 5K. 
for what? Like I, je- I don't. For just for the for the fun of it. I loathe every step of running. It hurts physically. I'm yeah. so bored. Yeah. Like it's so boring. Time goes backwards. Boring. I'm shite at it as well. So it's just like, <laughs> who's winning here? Like, for what? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But come here. Listen, it wouldn't be boring if we did it together. Oh, my God. Well, I'd be trying to run away from you after a while. <laughs> probably, you'd burn the ears off me and I'd burn it off I you. Know, Our breathing I love be, a good chat. Yeah, we'd run straight into a pub, Neve. Are you joking? The what? amount of walks we did in Donnybrook, we'd walk to the pub. Yeah, for a for That's fresh, what I'm saying. If we were trying to go marathon, we'd be like, we need some iron. We need some Viddy G. I know. Not for me. Jamie actually asked me, would I be up for doing a full marathon? And it was a hard no. I just don't think I could do it. Of course you could. If you did half, you could do Oh, I just feel like, like you said, like I've similarities to you. Like I think I'd find, like I'd probably do it way over four hours. And that's a very long time. And you're not trying to win it. No, I'm not. No, no, no. I'm just saying that's four. You probably are. (laughs) No, in my head I am. But I just feel like four hours is such a long time for running for me. Like I'll do maybe two hours max. That's what a half marathon was for me. And I just think that was enough. Like I actually thought the half marathon was just a little bit more than enough for me. Yeah, actually, I work with a girl who is training to do a marathon and she showed me... She got this chafing burn from running because oh, yeah. she did like, I don't know, 15 miles the other day mm. or something. Oh my God. Yeah. That's it looked like she was in an accident. Yeah. Like um, her whole stomach was like charred. You're meant to like douse yourself in Vaseline. Well, that's what I did for the half marathon and I was pretty okay. And like, I actually was raging with myself. I actually wore the wrong sports bra when I did the New York half marathon. Yeah. And... It was very annoying. Like, it's just when you're doing like a long distance run like that, you really need like all the right gear. Like, you can't just. What was wrong with the one that you did? The sports bar that yeah. I had. It just wasn't supportive enough. Like, they I were needed jumping like. Jumping around still. Yeah, they were just bobbing around like, and it was just very. Sore. Just after a while, it was just a bit like, yeah, it was a bit sore. And I wouldn't have like the biggest boobs. So. It, it hurts though anyway. Like. Yeah. It just felt like they felt like real sensitive yeah. after it. And then like even like having like the right leggings or the right shorts. If you're wearing leggings, make sure they have a tie so they're not going to fall down. If you're wearing shorts, and make sure everything's like anti-shaft, like you said. Shaft. Shafted. Chafed. Chafed. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're anti-shaft. <laughs> make sure she's there as well. <laughs> chafing. Um, but yeah, on the chafing, you just need all the right bits and especially the right runners. Yeah, There's like so many things you could you need. like snap your ankle if you didn't get the right runners. Yeah, or just like really hurt your feet, like hurt your arches and all that kind of thing. Like they say you should be wearing your runners at least three months out before you do any sort of big run like that. I'd say even longer actually, just to make sure that you're comfortable in them and they're not going to be giving you any blisters. Yeah, I've done the women's Mini marathon. Yeah, like, That's like great. we all That's 10K. Were it though. But like fair play, you know all the lads that go dressed up as women and yeah. they wear the heels and everything. I know, you know it's so annoying. Fair There's some play. people that give out about that and I'm like, oh I just Why? I don't know. I, I remember it's all for reading, a good cause. I know, it's all for a great cause. Yeah. I just think that people there's obviously some people out there that were just like no this is just for women like men don't run this but I was like but men make an effort to dress it's up for charity. for charity and actually yeah. I feel like I'm here talking about morale on a walk marathon there's no fucking way I'd be able to run on but I feel like they boosted the morale of people when you're walking yeah. on because every, every time they go by everyone be like woo 
I know. Yeah, you're so right. I love when and they're sometimes they're wearing like little dresses. They're always and like heel. It's like Freddie Mercury. I want to break free. No, I've never seen anyone running a pair of heels. Oh, I've the ones I saw them. I don't know if they were running, but they were walking in heels. In heels. But I love when like. When I was doing it, somebody tried to take a, a shortcut. They went under the rope or whatever. Oh, I've Everyone seen that was happen. them. That happened. Actually, only in the recent one, I actually ran it with Georgie Crawford and her friend. We all did the New York Half Marathon together. And we were like running up and three people had went under the rope and we were like, boo, boo, boo. But her actual friend, Claire, was way further back than us. She just started later than us. She didn't get to the start line with us in time. And obviously it's so busy. Yeah. But uh, Georgie was running towards her to the rope and then Claire was running. So we were, it was on that Stillorgan Road where you like people are going up and yeah. going back down. Yeah, like across so the road. they were coming to meet together. And people were like, no, don't do that. We're like, no, no, we're just taking a picture. Like we're not. Um, I think they must have thought that one of them was going to like gonna dive under. Do, yeah. But um, yeah, like I'm like, you should just like do it. You if I'm doing you, it and not taking cuts, I feel like anybody else can. You, you know? be the one taking cuts. No, I'm not getting publicly booed. Are you mad? If I'm <laughs> taking a cut now, I'll be running to the back and just slipping under. But no, <laughs> I feel like if I'm going to commit to something for like charity or whatever. Yeah. I'll so runs are out. Forever. Forever. The end of time. Okay. For what? No way. I just know. Just life's too short to put myself through something I loathe. Yeah, that's very true. Oh, I swear to God. It's like when I'm reading a book I don't like. I'm like... What am I reading this for? I know. Life is too short. Into it. How could we having a whale of a time with something else <laughs> bringing me down? I'm not interested. I know. I know. Well, I actually think it's a great way to live your life. What about since you've done your sea dip? Do you do like a charity swim or like charity cycle? <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind you want a bike I have a bike yeah you'd knock everyone down you're so impatient you'd be this knocking people where, out of your way you know, after the lifeguard trying to save me when I went for the swim the last oh. time I don't really think me going for a swim would be the best idea mm. yeah who knows I'll try to cycle yeah I wouldn't mind a cycle did I tell you Jamie's dangling the um, Olympic triathlon in front of me at the moment he keeps being like oh, I think it'd be great for you it's a 10k run, 40k cycle and a one and a half kilometer swim. But I said I'd love to do a relay swim. I was like, I'll do the run God and then you do the rest. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you'd rather do? I just don't feel like, I feel like the whole swimming, like the whole swimming aspect scares me a little bit. And I'm a Pisces. I love the water. Like <laughs> any, opp- any opportunity I'm fecking in. But like, it's just the idea of, <laughs> Not, I love the water. Automatic <laughs> smash swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm like I used to think I was good at swimming, but I'm not. I'm actually like not very good. My technique is not good. Like I've actually got swimming lessons two years ago. How did that go for you? He said I was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, You're trying too hard with your arms. Yeah. Like you're meant to like me and Dave were in a pool before and I was like, I'm just not good at swimming anymore. And he was like, okay, swim to me. So like I went underwater to swim and when I came up, he wasn't there. So I thought he moved and yeah. I was like laughing. I turned around and his face was like horror. And I was like, you moved? He was like, no, I didn't. He was like, you literally veered off to the right. I've never seen anything <laughs> like it in my life. He was like, he was like, get out of the pool. <laughs> I like making a show with the two. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, I just think the whole idea of like swimming. And you know what it is as well? It's my competitiveness. Like, if I got too competitive in the water and then I swallowed a load of water and then, oh God. I don't, do you know what? Like, I'm actually not really that competitive at all. I kind of don't really care. 
I'm so competitive. Oh, again, I just, I know I keep saying straight. for what, like, but I really am like, for what? I don't really care now if either of us win here, fair play to you if you do. You know what? Like, I feel like I wouldn't have lasted in that special forces hell week mm. only for my competitiveness. Defo, because that was all like mind over matter really, like, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, I was definitely not the strongest, definitely not the fittest. Like, I was with all rugby players and stuff. But the fact that they were telling me that I was going to be out, I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> They're like, you're first out, 11. I was number 11. They're like, 11, you don't stand a chance here. And I was like, yeah, I do. Like, in so my how head, did you, like, what was going through your head that made you just, like, what do you tap into there? Like, it's just my toxic competitiveness. It's not toxic. Like, well, I mean, no, it's not toxic. You're dead right. It's actually not toxic. It was just more being like, it definitely comes from a place where people think I'm like probably small and like blonde and people wouldn't see me as like this fit and strong person. And then they just had a look at me and I was this, I was the smallest out of the group. I was blonde. <laughs> I was just like this little girl as they would have saw me. Mm. So I was just like, no, fuck that. I'm not yeah. a little girl. I'm going to smash this now. You're in my way. Move. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. And you know, it's so funny on the, sorry, this the place that I'm talking about for anyone who doesn't know, it was an RTE show called Special Forces Hell Week. And there's like, it was like a celebrity version, even though I'm not a celebrity, but it was like a version of like, they had all these, to be honest, I was the only one that wasn't an athlete which was kind of gas, but they got everyone down and you just basically ran like an army person for like a week and did all like the tasks and all that kind of thing. But you know what was funny? I went out on like the fourth day and it was the task of a sinking ship. And it's funny, it was the water challenge that I went out on. Just linking the two water things there, how I'm a little bit afraid of water. Yeah, that makes sense. That was like a water challenge that I went out on. I literally thought that, I was going to drown. Now, in fairness, your man said that I had to hold my breath and he didn't have the rest of You're running on no sleep. Oh, you're probably overthinking it. And when you are running on no... I've never experienced sleep deprivation before until, like, it was down there. Yeah. No, I would have been out on the first thing with the heights, like, out of the helicopter. Oh, yeah, jumped out of the helicopter. That was actually easy because oh. it was you just needed to get it done. All that... All those, like, jumping things, it was more the endurance stuff, like, scratch... Scratch is a thing that you do in like the Navy and the Army to like qualify for something. So a normal scratch would be like eight hours. Our scratch was only like three and a half, four, I think. But it was nonstop. Like I remember Andrew Timble, he's like a retired rugby player. I think he played for like Ulster and he would have played for Ireland. And um, he was getting sick because he was like running up and down the beach into the water. And your mum was just like, you're not getting sick on my beach. You may pick that up. So he's putting the sick in his pocket and zipped it up and started running again. <laughs> no, I'm it was terrible. For all that. Like that's I know. I just feel like I'm not doing that. That was actually when I I actually clicked my competitiveness. I remember that at that moment I was like, "Fuck this! I'm not giving up." Yeah. I'd be the last person to give up. I'd be on my deathbed before I give up here and prove them right. Yeah. So prove them wrong. Good woman. Are you not competitive at all? Do you know what? Right, I am in. I actually would be with like my career things like that. Okay, like. So say like when I was doing those, when I was going for that graduate program, as I was saying, it was like six rounds or whatever <coughs> over like five or six months. So I was like, no, I'm nailing this. So if I was like going for an interview or anything like that, like I would like be consumed by it. Like yeah. I would prep within an inch of my life first okay. so that I know I can give it my all. And if mm. I don't get it, then I'm like, well, look, I don't care. I did it my all. That's not really 
competitive. That's just like really driven and ambitious and oh, really? motivated. Oh, maybe I'm not competitive then. That's the only example I had. I'm trying to think. We obviously have played loads of board games. I can't remember if you're competitive not like with the likes of board games or anything. I actually unlock a really competitive nature with me with David and Monopoly. I just hate to see him win. It's very personal. It's very personal. It's, I, I lock in on him every time. I just don't like his energy at Monopoly. He becomes really arrogant and he always beats me and I just hate it. I want to overthrow him. So you know what? I but that's it. You know what's funny? I'm actually not that competitive when it comes to board games as long as everyone's playing by the rules. Like I'm like a bit of a if people break the rules, yeah. you're done with me. And I'm like, you can't break the rules. I'm a very fair game player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's when I step in where I'm like, I'll give you that, but like, you know, you have to play fair. It's so funny and competitive and everything else and you think I would be absolutely so competitive with the likes of articulate in 30 seconds and heads up but I'm actually just like if you just play by the rails I'm good. Also like it's just a bit of crack everyone yeah. just relax. You know these people that are like Bleh. you're like it's grand relax. I know we're like on the whole I suppose feet vibe or shoe vibe mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time I wore heels well I actually can remember it and that's how little I wear them I can remember the time yeah. when we went to Paris oh my god like a year June ago June 2021 that's the last time I wore proper heels because like I just feel since Covid and everything I don't know what yeah. it is I'm just like I'm not arsed and I feel I feel just like runners and trainers and all are like really like in at the, they're like kind of like a fashion boy weren't they yeah and I just also think that it's also an age thing do you think I think well I just thinking of like Maybe a generation, maybe, I don't know if it's a generation thing, but I know like a couple of like mid-twenties, like just even like my sister's friends or friends, like they'd all wear heels. But now I would rather not wear a heel, but like I've worn heels, like I've been at so many weddings and hens and they've required wearing heels. Like you couldn't be wearing flat shoes. No, no. Unless, I mean, you had to, of course you could wear flat shoes if you wanted, but I feel like you'd feel a little bit out of place. Yeah. It's funny how that is the case though, isn't it? Like, at the likes of different events, you feel like you almost feel pressure to wear a heel because it's like an occasion and it's probably, you know, that's the way the dress code is. Yeah, part of, yeah, I know what you mean, like more formal or more whatever. More formal. Yeah. But then if you had like like something wrong with your foot or your foot was sore, <laughs> you'd have to be in a little flip-flop or something. Yeah, living the dream. Living the dream. Do you know what was just the worst thing of all time? What? Of all time. What? I don't think it'll ever be bad. The heeled runners, like remember like the Isabel Morant runners? Oh my God, I had a pair. Not Isabel Morant right now. But you know that whole... Yeah, they, they were like in a runner, but they were a heel runner. A wedged runner. Yes, I had a pair. Now, I actually feel I throw this word around a lot. So I want to revoke it for any other times I've used it. And it's for this situation only. That is a massacre to me of the highest... The level. wedge runner? Yeah. Yeah. I would never wear them again. Like 25 to long. They were actually really uncomfortable when I look back at them. Yeah, your foot was kind of like... Yeah, they were like more of like a, I remember wearing them with like my Valera tracksuit or something. Like I was such a, God love me. Thinking you were the most. You know what made me, was make me laugh so much here. You know when you were younger or even now, like how you'd sacrifice your outfit over like a footwear or coat. You know when you were going out and your mum would be like, put a jacket on. Mm. I'm like, my jacket doesn't go with my outfit. I'm going to go cold. And she'd be like, Neve, you have to wear a jacket. But like the jacket would ruin the whole outfit. I remember I used to have murder with my parents because I'd like leg it out the door with no coat on and I'd freeze. But there you go. I had to have everyone see my outfit. But that changed now? 
Ah, oh, yeah, but like I've a, I was young back then, couldn't afford all the coats. But now I have like a little. Now I actually, you know what I love? I have like about four little jackets, coats on rotation: one bomber, one denim, one leather, and then one kind of plain long coat. And I feel like they go with everything. Yeah. Do you know? I actually have loads of coats. I actually realise I'm a bit of yeah. a coper. Did Did you know that? Of course I did, because I we had this thing with our fur coats for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't fit them on the wardrobe. The faux four. Faux four. Faux four. Faux four. Faux four. Faux four. Yeah, I'm actually... Do you, you still into your faux four coats? I suppose it's somewhere now. I don't now know, like... <sighs> They're going to come back. It's like everything. Oh, no, like I have them poking out of the wardrobe. It's like I've yeah. trapped a more bag in there, a more bag, whatever they're called. Like, there's always a hairy sleeve sticking out, but... Mm. I like a certain type. There's a lot that I don't like. Yeah. Do you know, I kind of know what I don't like and then the ones that I do like, they're kind of few and far between, I mm, feel. Mm. Some of them can look a bit gross. Yeah, like, yeah, I know. You know what's so annoying? I'm trying to do a big clear out my wardrobe at the moment and it happens to me every year and I just need to be better. Like, fashion just keeps coming back and, like, there's different things that come back into trend and I'm, like, I can't part with a bag of clothes at the moment and Jamie's just like well you have more in them in a year and I'm like but I feel like they'll come back in fashion and I'd be delighted I have them and they're actually good stuff they're like H&M Studio it's not like they're yeah. pennies yeah. or a, like or normal H&M they're, yeah. they're the good ones Yeah. and it's like really eating me up and I feel like I need someone to come in and just be like get rid of them oh my god I'll do it like I'm so good at that I'm so emotionally unattached to clothes sometimes I'm, I'm so just... attached I'm a hoarder no actually me and David are really good like we'll clear our wardrobes winter spring summer oh and just because I, I actually I hate clutter I mm. hate it and I, I just I'm like no that needs to go I don't wear it and I just like a kind of capsule capsule wardrobe say, I'm not yeah. really achieving capsule wardrobe but I am a good person for clear outs yeah I'm not at all and I just keep I'll do I it just, I'll, I, I'll be ruthless I, yeah I need someone to come in I feel like I'd love to get like Courtney Smith in. No offence, Ness. All right, no worries. I'll sit that yeah, out. But you know, like, no <laughs> you know I, like I was actually not going to do any. I was only joking. Yeah, you know, I'd love you to come. No, you're grand. No. But you know, like the likes, because I just have so much clothes there and there's some stuff that I feel like I just need someone to be like, no, you should definitely keep that because that would be one that you'd wear. Why don't do you, know? you get Courtney to do the podcast with you though? Seeing she's so great. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might the attitude off you yeah, well I'm off I've no I'd have you as well but you know just someone that I just have but the thing is I have so much clothes and I have an emotional attachment to every item of clothing that I own yeah. and I don't know how to break it I actually only broke it with my mum and dad a couple of weeks ago over shoes speaking of us on the feet thing that we're on <laughs> and my mum was like but you have worn them in two years and I'm like yeah but they're lovely she was like, oh, Neve, now they have to go. Said, I'd run out of patience with you, actually, I think. Yeah. I'd be like, Neve, come on, we just would make a decision. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, I don't know. And then I, I'd... And you know what's so funny? My sister's just like, you sell, you sell such a story with each item of clothing that I'm barking back on. She was just like, I don't think... I was like, no, but I'd wear this no, to like... Oh, no, She'd be like, oh, what are you getting me over here for? So I feel like I need someone who isn't... Obviously, Courtney is close to me, but someone that can be like, no, that needs to go. Where I feel like I'd push you and I'd push my sister. Yeah. I feel like exactly. I have a problem actually when I talk about it out loud. Many, many problems. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a point of clearing my wardrobe because you know what? I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm moving back home to James' parents and I can't bring my wardrobe with me. They'll laugh at me at the door. Well that'll be I'll your need. best reason to maybe sort of yeah. have to. Yeah. 
So your plan B? No, I'm off the cards now. I won't be anyone's plan B, sorry. <laughs> you can suffer. <laughs> I won't be over. Right, well, that's it from us and our barefoot stories. Yeah, Neve will be back next week with her new co-host, Courtney Smith. <laughs> Courtney Smith. Okay, say your last goodbye. Yeah, bye. It's been real. It's been real. Anyway, thanks so much for everyone who's tuning in. Don't forget to get in touch with us at unveiled at goloud.com. We love to hear from you. Any feet people who love going around barefoot, would you go around barefoot around Grafton Street like the way your man Jacob goes around LA we want to hear from you always want to hear from you if you have any dilemmas anything you want me and Esther to dissect get in touch or anything weird you've ate on public transport oh yeah being on public transport we need to keep that fire alive so let us know let us know and we'll see you next time bye Bye. this is Unveiled with Neve Cullen and Nessa Morrissey a Go Loud original podcast subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app 